what does the average day look like for you? I know there's a couple of different things you're working on. What are you the most excited about? Um, and, and why YouTube? Why the switch from Google to YouTube? I mean, it's Google owns YouTube, but why did you specifically go to YouTube? I switched from Google to YouTube um, for two reasons. One, YouTube had always been a goal. Like all of my career from the time I jumped in on the West Coast out at Disney and the agencies I worked with out there, uh, all the way up through um, just coming over to Google, YouTube was my brass ring. It was the place I wanted to be because I'd always been entertainment focused. Yes. I'd always done and, and built music products, whether it was, I don't know, back at Disney and some of the first like Disney radio, online radio, things like that. Like I've built a lot of stuff in my time that let me relate because I enjoyed it. Like I love movies. I love music. I love shows. And so it was a natural affinity. Um, this other reason why I came to YouTube was I finally came across um, a VP, a product guy who trusted my vision. He understood how I worked and he always basically like let me go and build my teams and run my teams however I wanted to. Right. He just trusted I'm, look, I'm looking for that person. I'm looking for that person who believes in oh. me and lets me run Well, you it. can't take mine, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, Is no. YouTube in New York too or no? Yeah, we. that's actually why I'm here at the moment. Um, we have offices, New York, San Bruno's our headquarters, and LA. And then also we have a really large, amazing team that's based out of Zurich, Switzerland. Really? Yeah, YouTube was just something I can identify with. I mean, I've spent a lot of time jumping back and forth, designing like enterprise level things, um, consumer related products. But YouTube is something like, wow, I will be using this for into infinity. And, you know, unless something better should ever come along, right. good luck. Yeah, good but luck. It's, <laughs> it's just a product that I know and love. And so the opportunity to work on something I care about, much less in the music space, was a dream come true. Mm -hmm. So I, it, I, it happened quite easily is a very, very easy decision to come to YouTube. That's awesome. So like a day-to-day, -day, like what does that look like? What's some of the different projects you're working on recently? And then we'll go from there. Yeah, I have to divide up my day because I support uh, and run three different UX teams. I spend a lot of my time in meetings at this weird executive level. Like it's strange to think of design having an executive seat at the table, but we have to because at that point, business decisions are getting made, investments are getting made. Right. So that actually does have an impact on what the user experience is. Something I learned really recently was that whether we want to admit it or not, your company's business model is the thing that actually determines how your product works. Yes. That determines the design. Mm -hmm. And so if YouTube is an ad-supported business and people have known and loved and used it for the last decade, which they have, there's that. And then there's our diversity to YouTube's business. That's the new subscription services that a lot of people know about. So that's premium, that's music, right. that's TV. Which I and, love, by the way. I strongly recommend. I think they're incredible. I think it's worth every dollar. I, I think it's reasonably priced for what it is, for the service it provides. You should get it. If you're, if you're still paying for cable, you're crazy, get YouTube TV. Seriously. And, like, and YouTube premium. It's worth the investment. It's, it's worth it. TV alone, just because, oh my God, um, I don't have to deal with cable providers. Unlimited and DVR? I, I, I could be the spokesperson for YouTube TV. For, I, honestly, like I should do commercials for them. <laughs> they take it too. <laughs> you know you know how like it was like the Sprint guy and now he's like back to Verizon or whatever? Yep. I want to be that for YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. We okay. take you. I, I want to be the, the love flow. Evangelism. Yes, exactly. I'll, I'll be like the flow of YouTube. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll try. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. No, you're fine. <laughs> I told you I was going to be crazy. This is, this is my uh, my end of the day. 
weird vibes. It's cool though. No, this is good vibes. Yeah, I mean, and, and premium is premium worth it. Like, if you're one of those people like I do, you use YouTube a lot. My family uses YouTube a lot. Having that premium subscription and removing the ads, like you don't even realize it may feel like seconds and you might be okay to skip an ad, but when those ads are gone, yes, you get to so much stuff quicker. And or you watch like an hour, like an hour long podcast or watching like a long form thing. Like you can't watch a three hour podcast, like a Joe Rogan type podcast or whatever. You can't like watch that and then have every like, however many minutes it is like with a convert. I mean, you could, but I don't have the time of the day to wait. So I love premium for that. Time is money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then download like, oh my God, as much as I travel, are you kidding me? Yes. The fact that I can like download all my stuff before hopping on the plane and just be like, I'm out. Okay, good. Great. I almost forgot about that. There's so much utility that you you almost like forget about because there's just so much of it, which is really kind of cool. Yeah. Is that kind of like, uh, I would imagine that's a lot to kind of like wrangle together though. Right. Cause I mean, it's all those different, what does it look like on the back end for some, like it's my first day. Oh my day God. You're talking about like 60 different feature teams. And we've only <laughs> talked about two features. Right. Multiple edge teams, multiple product people that own things. Yeah. It's, it's big. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, that's one of the things I was like in, in awe of when I went out to San Francisco was like the size of like just how big these places are. I don't think that people understand how many people it takes to, because it's so passive, right? You just pick up your phone. Oh, I got to show you. Have you seen this video? Oh my God. And you just click on the app. You don't even think about it. But behind the scenes, the fact there's like thousands of people working on it, that's just so like crazy to think about. If you take the most familiar surface in YouTube, which is like the watch page, right? Mm-hmm. That page that everybody gets to, there's the video on the upper left. And then there's like all these up next videos on the right. There are no less than probably 12 or 13 different teams that contribute to that single page. Wow. And you really? think about it. So imagine the collaboration that has to happen between the multiple design teams or even like the engineering teams that all have a stake in that page. Wow. That's crazy to think about. It's, it's a hard job. I mean, you, you've got to be the kind of person that's one willing to collaborate and two able to understand all of the, the requirements of other people, not just your own. Right. Yeah, kind of navigating the expectations of that many people has got to be kind of tough. I'm sure there are very strict rules about what you can and cannot talk about. But for me, just from like a, you know, a positive standpoint, like for me, I think that um, the algorithm and the like recommended videos, uh, I know that it has fundamentally changed my life. And I don't know like what all the semantics are of, of that, how that all works, how much of it is like automation, how much of it is like curated things. But um, within your like, you know, legal, I know you can't speak for like the company or like the, for the company or whatever, but, um, how are some of those decisions made? Can you give me any insight of that? Or is that kind of like a behind the, behind the scenes sort of thing? The, that man behind the curtain, and it's not really a man. It's probably a team of people. It's a combination of man and machine. Yeah. I think they figure that stuff out. And to be honest, it's, it's always a balancing act. I don't know how they do it. Right. And I don't think a lot of people know how they do it. It's just, it has to be man and machines. A lot of the inputs come from what we do as users every single day, the things that we click on or that we decide we're interested in. And then the machines kind of go from there. But I think people have to remember, even with things like AI, they're trained there. These things are like being, they're growing up with us at the same time. So even our own behavior drives it. Think about way back in the day and everybody experienced it, right? At Amazon, you primarily buy, I don't know, NFL gear, right? right? Ooh, it's football season. You do one. 49ers. You guys are in the Super Bowl. Well, not you guys, but you know, your neck of the woods. 
my, my people in the Naked Village because I'm definitely <laughs> not a Niners fan. No offense, Niners fans, go Niners. I'm a Saints fan diehard. Okay, um, cool. but, but you remember back in the day, like you would do when algorithms were first learning how to do this stuff, like recommendations, you would search for one thing that was slightly off topic on Amazon. Like I think I would search for like how to repair a Hemi engine in a car, not for myself, look right. for a friend who's really into vintage cars. And then all of a sudden my feed is flooded with this thing. Those were early examples of how like the algorithms are still learning. They're still right. being trained. It's not perfect right. by any means at all. Yeah. And there's like cookies and stuff on the internet. My, my dad, like literally like it doesn't understand. I, I've tried to explain this to him about like, he's like, he's like, how do they know I was on that thing? And now it's, I'm like, dad, like, it's all kind of like linked up. It's like, you're only you're seeing that, but he doesn't understand. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, it's, it's so funny because sometimes like, I think it's kind of, kind of cool. People will comment on YouTube. It's like, I didn't, I didn't know that I needed this video, but thanks YouTube. It's just like some random video. I just think I love like the comment section of YouTube too. I think that it's like really kind of an interesting uh, place. And, and sometimes it could be a kind of like, you know, like, like anything else, it, can, it, it could be skew kind of bad or skew good. But I just think it's so interesting to read like the comment section and stuff too. I'm a fan of it all, man. I think YouTube has helped more people than, than even we're aware of. Every now and then we'll, we'll kick off a meeting or something and someone and some team has done an amazing job of saying, you guys, just for a minute, look at what you've done for this person's life. And it's someone who like, there was this one that really got to me because outside of all this, I'm also an interior designer. Oh, nice. It was a woman who... Um, yeah, the, by the way, the, your background right now is clutch. I could tell you were, I, I was like, that's amazing. Like nice <laughs> curtains and big windows. There's like a cityscape behind you. Some nice. Like, oh, no, mid- this is it's New York for oh. sure. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> gotcha. you got you got the mid-century lamps. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. All day. All right. I know I keep going. Sorry. It's okay. This, this woman, um, used YouTube to learn how to build a house for her and her children. What? She built her own, like, and she had a lot of kids too. So, you know, she was building a house for like six or seven people. So she obviously had to do multiple bathrooms and stuff. They built their own house. Um, wow. She just out of like a bad relationship. I think there'd just been like a lot of negativity in her life. Right. And she went to YouTube and did that. Then there's like all these crazy stories about people that have like learned languages and expanded their own global footprint. They've, they've learned, they've grew, they've, I mean, we get stories all the time about people who maybe their company or clothes that they worked at, they worked at a factory or something for like 20, 30 years. They needed a new skill set. They learned how to do something on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, to some, I, a good I learned how to start this podcast on YouTube. I still, to this day, everything you see that goes out, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's all on YouTube. It's so crazy. Dude, I learned how to, like, fish a ring out of my garbage disposal on YouTube, and I felt <laughs> so proud of myself. Like, I did this, and I didn't have to call a guy to do it or a plumber and pay, like, hundreds of dollars. It was fantastic. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I love it. And it's really great. And it's it's great because, like, people are able to, like, do what they love, make money off of it. Uh, I, I just think it's so cool. And I think that there's a, a lot of times people will, like, you know, read headlines or like, you know, I'll get a comment like, oh, like another tech company kind of thing. But um, I think that people lose sight of the utility that companies like YouTube and Google that they enable. It's like, because, you know, you could use YouTube to like talk shit in the comment sections or you could use YouTube to change the world and make it a better place. It's kind of like, you know, don't kill the messenger. YouTube was just like the platform that affords you the opportunity it's, to do it's that. It's hard you know? to separate that, right, though, from a brand. When you work for a brand that's that popular, it's very easy to blame that brand as as the thing, but we don't we don't really produce content. All of our content comes from creators worldwide who do a lot of hard work right. to make stuff. Peter McKinnon type characters. 
people like that. Casey Neistat and stuff like that. Yeah. Casey loved that dude. I kind of want to sneak over to his office. I might do that tomorrow. While I'm here. I wish I knew him for oh, yeah, I mean, Casey hit me up, dude. How are you if you're watching oh, this? Oh my God. That's so funny.